Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. All right, Elliot Sure Parks. He's brought to us by Colonial Hyundai, the fast, easy, better way to buy a Hyundai. Shop 24-7 at colonialhyundai.com. Our Eagles reporter, Elliot Short Parks. Good morning, Elliot. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow is a good way <laughs> to answer that Weather question. The mood today. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Elliot, it is really strange on a game day where the game feels comparatively small to, like, everything else, which I think the main thing people are wondering is, are the Eagles crumbling? Are they disintegrating before our eyes? Do they have a culture issue? And are like, are things starting to spiral? And we've seen some weird stuff before the Washburn thing all those years ago. And Andy started firing guys in 2012 and 2020, obviously, with Carson and Doug and Doug and Carson. And they got a grow guy. And he might have been out yeah, 2019. But we've seen some turmoil before. This was, this was a new wrinkle of turmoil. Elliot, what do you make – of the twists and turns over the weekend, let's just start specifically the defensive coordinator spot. Yeah. What do you what do you make of Patricia further in and decide basically completely out? Well, it kind of the the way this handle kind of fits the season in a way where I think they made it worse on themselves, right? Like on the field this year, we've seen they're a talented team, they win games, but there's certain points throughout the game where they make things worse worse on themselves. I think if this is a move they make, let's say, Tuesday or Monday, right after the game, and they announce it themselves, Sirianni talks about it, you know, it's explained, I don't think it's probably viewed as a lot of backlash because while the defense, I don't believe Sean Desai deserved to be fired, he certainly didn't put together a resume that was above being replaced or above having changes made. I think what's adding to the turmoil and to kind of the shock of this is just how poorly it seems to have been handled. Like, initially, there's a report that, well, he's calling plays, uh, or sorry, Patricia's calling plays, but they don't call him the defensive coordinator. And then Jay Glazer comes out and is like, no, basically, he's fired. And then the team puts out an official statement that he's calling plays. So I, I think that overall, what, what, what's surprising to me about this is how out of character it feels for the Eagles. Like, the team that we thought we knew is not the team that handles it it this way and frankly doesn't fire coordinators i mean if you go back and look i think i can only find one or maybe two examples in like 30 years of them replacing a coordinator in this capacity like they Mm -hmm. are now so i think the way it was handled adds to it and it's just it's a very out of character move for this team which adds to being so shocked i agree the timing is strange and feels unsettling so ellie here's a question i'm going to guess you don't know the answer to but i'm curious where your instincts point you who in your opinion Three names, Nick, Howie, Jeff. 
Who, in your opinion, made the decision to demote Sean Desai? So I guess I would say that of those three, I would be almost positive at least two were involved, which is Howie and Jeffrey. I just don't think this decision is made without their blessing. Like, the real question is, does Nick have the power to do it if they did not want to do it? That, to me, is a more interesting question. But I just think everybody was probably on board with this decision. I mean, the defense the last few weeks has not been good. And if you think about last season, this is certainly a debate I know we all had throughout the year was the defense was playing well against bad teams. And to to besides credit, he did have some good games against good teams this year. But I wonder if after they saw what the size defense did against Dallas and San Francisco, they said to themselves, we can't risk having somebody in the playoffs again that we, we're not confident can start a great quarterback, can, can stop a great quarterback. So as to who made the decision, I would be surprised if somebody of those three was against it. But I, I would be almost positive that at least the big two were definitely for it. Well, I mean, I'll just say this, Elliot. If that is the case, not for it, but set it in motion. Now you got a really, really, you got a 30 times bigger story. Because at some point here, Nick Sirianni is going to come up to a contract talk for an extension. You know, he's taking a team to a Super Bowl. He's taking a team to the playoffs now three years in a row because they did make it yesterday. I mean, if they told him, Nick, your defensive coordinator, he ain't your defensive coordinator anymore. That's a big deal, Elliot. It, it is, but I think it's probably premature. And look, this franchise has had those issues before. Sure so have. I certainly, sure think, have. I certainly think it's fair to bring up. But I also think it's worth mentioning that since Sirianni's gotten here, it does seem like him and Howie have probably the best relationship Howie has had with a head coach. Now, that does not mean, right, that, like, problems can't arise. Right. But, again, like, Sean Desai's resume, and I actually don't think he was doing a terrible job. But let's not act like, you know, this is a shocking firing. I mean, again, if they would have done it on Tuesday, I think most people would have called in and been supportive of the move. I think the reason this this feels like a crumbling move is because of the way it was handled and kind of the sloppiness. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I think that adds to it. But I don't think there have been many people early in the week, if you would have done a poll that said, should they replace Sean Desai, I think he loses that poll. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Elliot, is Matt Patricia going to be treated with different rules as the play caller? Will he have to keep it as conservative as what we've been told? You know, the, the organizational belief is, hey, we have to prevent against the big plays. Yeah. Yeah. Does Matt Patricia have the cachet to say, hey, I'm calling this defense. I'm going to call so the defense I think- as I see fit. I think that's probably the most important question, most interesting question in all of this. Because as much as we like to talk about Gannon and Desai, and, you know, Sirianni is very open in saying, like, hey, I coach the offense and I'm involved in the defense, but I mostly coach the offense. 
they, their defensive philosophy is set by Mech, which is don't give up big plays, right? Like the, Gannon did it, Desai did it, so will Patricia do it? The only thing I'll say to that Are you is, sure it's set by Nick and not Howie? Well, okay. I think it's set by, by someone that's not the coordinator. I think it's set by Nick for sure in the way that Nick firmly believes in uh, big plays winning games, stopping them and giving them up. Like he says it repeatedly at the podium. You can see it in his offensive philosophy with how much like to throw the ball down the field. And then you can see it in the defensive philosophy. Now, again, like Howie is involved in everything that happens with the Eagles. So, so for me to say Howie's not involved is naive. Like Howie, Howie is, you know, and for a while people didn't have a problem with that because like they were winning every single week. But yeah, I'm sure Howie and, and the numbers that, you know, they have and his, I'm sure that's involved. But ultimately, I think Nick is the one that has the philosophy about big plays winning games and not giving them up. Now, as for Patricia, I don't know why you make this change if you're just going to run the same scheme. Like, like Patricia's in those meetings. It's not like they're hiring him from the outside. He was in these defensive meetings. So what's the point of giving him play calling if he's just going to call the same things as Daph was before? So I do wonder if we're going to see a different philosophy. But Patricia was not an aggressive defensive coach when he was with Detroit. They were near the bottom of the league in blitzing every year he was there. So I, I, I would be surprised if they came out and just, you know, were you know, blitzing away tonight. Yeah, Elias, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Has Slay's relationship with Matt Patricia improved since Patricia and, and he have been on the, the Eagles uh, in, in the Eagles organization together? Do we, what do we know about that? Yeah. So all we know about that is when Slay talked about it, he said he was okay with it. They have not uh, uh, Patricia's not talked since he's been hired. And I think an interesting thing is are we going to hear from Patricia now? Like while we talk about the size if he's fired and he essentially was. He does still hold the title of defensive coordinator. So there's a possibility that, you know, come this week when the coordinators talk. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. I'm not saying can't. I'm just saying he still holds that title like that. It's an important distinction here. Yeah, it is. But I'm just saying they are going to look. Seltzer, what's the line from the Godfather? A man in my line can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) If they put Sean Desai at the podium for a press conference this week. You want to talk about ridiculous? That'll take so, it to new heights. I don't. I don't disagree with you on that. Oh but my here's, god! Here's, well, hold on, but here's something. I here's would the say, guy right? no longer involved. Here he is answering the questions. Well, well, get ready because here, here's how I think this could play out. <laughs> Let, let's say they win tonight, which would solve a lot of things. Like they go out, they win tonight, right? Like everyone feels good that they won. Let's say Jalen plays, like whatever. Desai can very easily step to that podium and go. Hey, you know what? Sirianni gave up play calling before. I'm still involved in the defense. I'm going to do what's right for the team. I, have a great I know, but that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I, I don't disagree, but I'm just saying prepare yourselves for, for where this goes. All right, all right, Elliot, let's get to more of the Slay thing, to his comments from a couple days ago. I want to play this, and I want you to put, put in your mind, what do you think Howie thought when he heard this? What do you think Sirianni thought when he heard this? This is Slay couple days ago, he's talking, you know, obviously after the Dallas game, and it's, uh, you know, I did my job. He's not naming other players that didn't, but he's very clearly saying, I did my job. Here's Darius Slay the other day. I think I played pretty good. I think I had a very, very solid game, man. I think I had like two or three PBUs, you know, making plays, no catches, no nothing. Come on now. Out of all days, you want to put the trash can out there when I had a damn near a perfect game, you know what I'm saying? I could have did a lot of stuff better, better but maybe could have picked the ball. Could have made some other plays, but overall, the game was great by me. You know what I'm saying? But as a team, we play worth the. All right, Elliot, let's put your Sirianni cap on. Yeah. Now, Sirianni has been all about accountability since he's been here, and 
I think he has said a lot of the right things about how he wants his culture to, to be run. And for the most part, they have run it that way. What do you think his private reaction was when he heard Darius Slay's comments? My guess is their reaction was, like, Slay, this is not a battle worth fighting. It is not worth doing this, right? But I also think, and I know you're probably not going to want to hear this, that within that building, like, Slay is viewed differently, I think, than he is on the outside. He was voting a team captain. His play, the players do really like him. And one thing I've picked up on this week from Nick, you know, speaking of Sirianni, like, I think they're a little bit in defense mode. Like, I think all the criticism of his offense, like, he's not exactly this week when talked about at the podium, you know, kind of said, yeah, we have to make changes. Like, so I think that while they were probably like, Slay, like, don't do this, I think that organizationally, like, they probably feel they're being overly criticized right now. And there's probably part of them that, like, agrees a little bit with Slay. Like, yeah, Slay didn't play poorly. Someone stepped outside and put a trash can outside of the Novacare with his name on it. So, I think that they are probably like publicly, this is not worth it, but I don't know if they really hate him defending himself. Cause I think right now the whole organization probably feels they're being overly criticized for a 10 and three team. Elliot, who wins tonight? Well, hold on, I hold on he, real quick before you answer that. Who I are, have a question who, too. Who were the defensive backs tonight? So I think it's going to be uh Keely Ringo starting in, in place of slay. Uh, and then it'll be Bradbury and Bradley Roby. So I think those will be the three tonight. And, and who's and, four? If someone gets hurt and has to get in there, or the other team's got a lot of wide receivers, right. who's next? <laughs> Great question. I mean, look, Josh Job is someone that they had that had that role before. Um, I mean, Eli Ricks is someone that they've liked and put in a lot of, a lot of big spots, predominantly on the inside. Because so I, I don't know. Elliot, I'll tell you this: you got to think. Pete Carroll's thinking. I'm going to probably run some four wide receiver sets. Like, let me stress their defense where they're weakest and get the most bad players on the other team on the field. I mean, that's how you well, do it. You put four wide receivers out there. Their their best coverage linebacker and Zach Cunningham is not going to be out there. So you gotta have so four good wide receivers. Where, you do, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's well, but but so I think like their best defense of that is that the defensive line that they invested all these money, all this money and picks into gets after a bad Seattle beef offensive yes. line. Like Seattle's offensive line is not it. good. So. Right. The best way to help them is to get pressure after Geno. Elliot, do we uh, do we know for sure that that Slay got injured in practice? Like, do we know the details of this injury in so, any yeah. way? So my my understanding of it is it's they they think it's like wear and tear. Like I don't think it would. I don't believe there was one moment or one snap where this happened. I believe they they view it as wear and wow. tear. Uh, so I I don't think it was it was one. Thing. Elliot, I can't. There's so much going on. I can't believe I almost did not ask you about Hurts. Yeah. A- any 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 new insight you can give us on Hertz's status yeah. for tonight? Well, so it's like I don't know five a.m. in Seattle. So I would think they're waiting for Jalen to wake up with bated breath and, and see how he feels. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that he flew all the way to Seattle is a good indication that he he plans on playing. Yep. Um, so I would guess he I would guess he is under center tonight. But they are four and one in the last five times they've had to play a backup for the first time. So it, yeah, they're it, also zero and seven. Zero and seven in the last game, seven games with Seattle. So as yeah, how as well, Hal McRae said one time, take track. take that and put it in your your po- your plate yeah. and smoke it. Yeah. And Hal, well, Hal McRae was in a worse mood than I am, but I'm not in a good mood. All right, Elliot. I was going to say, hey, so you said, he sounds Well, pleasant. he freaked out. It was a whole thing. Yeah. We might need Seltzer <laughs> to play that audio because it's one of the greats of all time. All right, Elliot. Final thing. Who wins? Yeah. I think the Eagles win this game. They're, there they're we a go. better. They are a better team than Seattle. They're better on offense. They're better on defense. I don't know. No one wants here right now, but I think they have the better coaching staff okay. still than Seattle does. And they have to have it. This team 
has done nothing really but win over the last year and a half, and this is a game they have to have. So, hey, look, it is ugly, and this is a tough one to predict, but I just I don't think they lose tonight. Elliot, good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you uh, this week for sure more often. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good. Talk All to right, you. Elliot Short Parks. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives were consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on alternate routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.